Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ozone. That was Usain Bolt. Usain, sometimes we call him, winning his third gold medal at an Olympics for the 100 meters, which may be most impressive out of maybe anybody because realistically, dude, no sprinters ever win more than one Olympics. Two is stretching it. Three is just like you started when you're 15 years old. Something's going on. Right. I am so impressed. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, the icons. There it is. Let's fire it up. So the Olympics are over. Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about here. Unbelievable. Great Olympics. Great Olympics, but nobody watched it. Yeah, well, what can you do? What do you think about that? How can we get people interested in watching the Olympics and why? Tell me why you think that people didn't want to watch the Olympics this year. I think because there's a, like a four-year break. I mean, there's always been a four-year break. <laughs> know, it's not a new format. Yeah, but that's what they need. They need a new format because today's society now can't wait four years. It's like walking, waiting for The Walking Dead. I can't wait six months. <laughs> I need to see what's happening, man. Negan's on, Negan's on the scene cracking heads. I needed to see that the next week. I didn't need to see that nine months later. Come oh, on, man. Man, you right? know, I work with my man Abraham. I know my man Abraham, Michael Cudlitz. Did, did, he, give you, did he give you anything? I can't uh, let you know come about on. that Walking Dead. Uh, come on out, nigga. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so so nobody watches the Olympics despite some very good competition. Great competition. Great competition. Even though the Russians weren't there. They, they were there at some points. But, I mean, your man, truthfully, who's your who's your favorite Olympic athlete? Of all time? or just No, no, right just this, these Olympics. Bolt. Yeah, he's, he's electrifying. Yeah, not only that, though, he keeps it 100 because he was talking about how he tried to turn the burner zone. He's getting older, and he just doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> he doesn't have he the does, same burner. Yeah, he doesn't have the six gear. He still has five years. He doesn't have that six. Drop it in, yeah. turf out on you. And now you're talking about talking to somebody now who's extremely fast himself. This yeah. is why this Usain Bolt performance was so impressive to me. Right. I You can't hawk. It is just you just can't hawk a world class sprinter. No. when they get a couple yards out in front of you. A couple you. yards is like, are you crazy? A whole football field almost to a normal person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost impossible to catch him. Justin Gatlin was way out. It wasn't like you know what I mean. Like he now, how do you feel if you're Justin Gatlin? Hey, you, this you, guy you feel like you. a winner. What can you do? You do lost you? to the fastest man ever in the history of manhood that we know about. That we know about. Yeah. There's no documentation of a human running faster than that. Right. Except for when he's on Sherm running from the LAPD <laughs> and he's butt naked. And he's butt naked. <laughs> Dude, put your clothes on. Aerodynamic. <laughs> they get some shoes, no cleats. No but that's cleats. a bare foot. And then after he wakes up, he's got glass and everything And he ate somebody. That's all. Dude, Sherm. Come on, man. Uh I mean I was so impressed. Unfortunately, my man Bolt is dealing with some downside to this, the downside of fame. You see these pictures that just came out of no. my man? What did they do to him? They got him. They got him. He got himself, some would say, but they got him. What did he do? Uh, young Usain had some pictures released with him and a young lady that was not his girlfriend in the bed. Well, that's not of a lewd variety, but yeah, just but uh, still, you know, you know people all in his business. I mean, yeah. the young man's trying to celebrate. Why don't you let him breathe? How old is Bolt? He just turned 30, I think. He was, he was just balling out with some babes in London. Uh, when he turned I mean, 30. I'm sure that his girl, his girl probably already knows that Bolt likes the ladies. <laughs> I, I think that his girl is just, maybe that was his girl, and everybody just got a bad picture. Maybe it was a bad angle. Yeah, maybe. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's, yeah, he's, he's, he's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> now let's look at this final, this final medal count. In third place, we have Great Britain at 67. Second place, China at 70. And in first place... We've made America great again, folks. 121 medals at the Olympics, none of them for academic scholastic purposes. <laughs> but uh, we kicked ass, we took names, and the Olympics, once again, was a great showcase. I, I tell you, Bolt is, is who I love watching, but when I just think about it from an athletic perspective, this guy that just did the repeat uh, on the decathlon, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Uh, I'm not familiar with the guy's work, but the decathlon just sounds tiring. <laughs> <laughs> Just speaking on it, I'm tired, dude. Come on, dude. This <laughs> guy, real. He, he's a, he's an American, Ashton Eaton, and he repeated. This literally means he's the best athlete in the world. It's 10 events, the decathlon. Right. 10 right. events and 10 grueling events. Not like, you know. Yeah. This isn't a, like a, you know what I mean? This isn't like a, a oh, like you, you run a, your jog anything. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, no, no. This is grueling work. Very impressed with this young man. And, uh, and you know. This leads me to talk about the big story that happened off of the off of the field of which competition, is? which is Lochte Gate. Mm, the Loch Ness monster. Ryan. 
Ryan, what are you doing? Ryan, Ryan. What are you doing, B? Ryan, you're giving me great white privilege right now. He gave you a lot of that. What are you doing? Oh, kids will be kids. Come hey, on. Hey, what would have happened if Simone Biles would have done it? Oh, let's drag her behind the... the, the string her up. <laughs> <laughs> let's she drag her, drag she her all the way back to the USA. <laughs> she didn't represent the USA. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, it Unbelievable. Right. This guy, right. I had big love to Al Roker for calling the a spade a spade, if yeah. you will, because he went off on Billy Bush the other day when Billy Bush kept trying to dumb it down. I mean, these guys lied. And this guy lied. It wasn't even these guys. And he gave you terrible leadership because, and you know what I thought when I kept hearing all the, the details, I was like, you know, this can't be, something's not right. And it didn't seem right to me because it, there wasn't any reason to do that. I mean, it wasn't that kind of serious offense. I, I recognize that you messed up and got smashed or whatever. Okay, so pay these people their dough and keep it pushing. But I don't understand where the robbery comes in, yeah, a gun, to, but gun is, to my head, and, you know, too far. This is, this is such a stain, in my opinion, on uh, Americans and our culture because this is what we do when we get in trouble. And I'm guilty of it as well. It's just an American thing. Yeah, we blame. We, we, we blame. We, we deflect. And and we deflect without conscience of what that effect will be on something else. I'm really happy, and I'm all for the Brazilian authorities that actually made a big deal out of this. Because as the way it stood, I mean, he got his mom involved in the lie and everything. The way it stood, Ryan Lochte got robbed at gunpoint by some rogue, uh, uh, dark black men from the favela who right. were posing as. Right. All right, I lied. I didn't say they, was, they, they didn't say they were dark black. I assume <laughs> that, uh, but but from some from from some some guys that were faking as cops. Right now, you know, his mom was really nervous and concerned and blah blah blah. Well, Ryan Lochte got on a plane and, and shook rocks. He got yeah, back to the States. He's double dirty because he left his that's boys That's why, there. that is the, on, to man. me, that's the biggest offense. Come on, man. He left his boys. And he's 32. These kids are 20 years old, man. He's supposed to be the leader. Yeah. And, and he, truth be told. He left them out of the it, country. It, it, I'm he, gone. He Just gave them to the Moses. He, let him to, he didn't lead them to the promised land. <laughs> uh, you know, but you know what? I don't know, man. It's, it's just unfortunate because this dude had no regard for his teammates. It was all very, about very saving selfish. his own hide. Yeah. And then he made up a ridiculous story. You know what, folks? If you decide to lie about something, go ahead, lie. Handle your business. Don't make yourself a full-blown hero. You can't go over the top because in this, in his account, he was the total hero. Yeah. Well, he went, he went born on him. Yes. <laughs> he went Jason Bourne. <laughs> well, the dude put it to my head. I karate chopped him and flipped him over my shoulder. And I was like, whatever. I'm not getting on my knees. I'm not getting down. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> For those who know, know. You do whatever they say when they got a gun on you. you what are you going to do? You're going to be a follow, tough guy? Yeah. Follow the rules, which yeah. they said in line. Come on, man. It, it, it was... Uh, it's, it's very disappointing. I mean, very disappointing. Not, not and, he's, and he's just, losing big money behind this. Yeah, but the money issue is, he can't he go outside. And when, right. You know, that's that's where he really hurts. Because when you go outside, people look at you like, oh, dude, that dude... Oh, Lochte? Don't invite him, man. I don't know, though, because, see, in America, this is the part that, that's twisted up about America. Because in America, people might actually be like, hey, Ryan, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, man, that's Ryan Lochte, dude. He's the best swimmer ever besides Michael Phelps. And, and, uh, speaking and of Michael again, Phelps, Phelps, though. Success and covers a multitude of sins. It's just mind-blowing to yeah. me. It's mind-blowing what you can get away with as long as you're successful. Our society really has to check itself for this. But you know how happy Michael Phelps had to be that he didn't go out with those guys, man? Oh, dude. Oh, are you kidding? Because you know he had the chance, and he was probably like, nah, nah I'm nah, cool. Dude, you guys go ahead. I'm at the crib, man. I got, I got it. Man, my, my bag is already too heavy. I got too much gold <laughs> in my bag, man. Right. And this dude, man, really let these kids down the wrong path. It, like, him. Like, he did that. Yeah, why, why do you got a rock star at the gas station? Pull over. If you got to take a piss, pull over and take I'm a sure piss. sure there's a lot of places you can take a, a piss. On a bush. Yeah. Like everybody else does. Like every other man that's listening to this podcast has ever done, and some of the women. Right. They can go take a piss. If you got to take a dump, that sucks, but you got to do it. You got to <laughs> go. Grab corn cob. You know, do some. Whoa. <laughs> you got to do something. But then, but then. Don't sit around and lie. And why do you break the door and break the window? And why do you go Hulk? Why do you gotta go 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 Incredible Hulk on the on the gas station? Just ransack the place, man. And the thing is, these people have done everything they can to put their best face forward for the world. Spent a lot of money, and they spent a lot of money, and they actually rounded up a lot of criminals, the people that they thought would be engaged in criminal behavior. Obviously, we know it's a second world kind of country, but with you know, they're they're doing what they can. You know, they're doing the best that they can. So the last thing they need is another black eye from a privileged American with with a crazy haircut and hair color who decided to save face because he took a piss and decided to rock star a gas station now, bathroom. Me, now, let me ask you this. The guy had blonde hair before. Do you think that his 
people behind the scenes told him to dye his hair back to make him look more, you know, appeasing for the for the the camera now. You know what I think that was? I don't I don't think so. I think that Ryan Lochte does a lot of what is of interest to Ryan Lochte. And I think that that hair thing was of interest to him. I think partially what it is is it differentiates him from Michael Phelps. Mm. The fact of the matter is is that Ryan Lochte isn't as famous as Michael Phelps. He is now, but he's infamous. Yeah. But but he is in a position where, you know, he's in a position in a tricky situation where he's actually great. He's a great swimmer. There's no two ways about that. Doesn't sound like a good person though, right? I can't really call it. I don't know him like that. This is, you know, if you you take if you put the microscope on anybody on their worst moment, they're not going to seem like a good person. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what I'm saying is, is that I think he puts the hair dye on so that he can stand out in his own way on Team USA Olympic swimming squad, as opposed to you know, uh, just being the guy, one of the other guys on the team other than Michael Phelps. I don't know any of those guys' names. Sure don't. And Ryan Lochte was the one that threw up the grill in London and now here. Uh, you know what I mean? He's done a good job of capturing popular, you know, he's done a really good job of, of capturing popular uh, culture and putting that as his identification more so than even the, the swimming, you know? Do they have a Olympic video game? I remember back in the day, you used to have a, remember they had the little pad that you could run on and run oh, the track? Oh, power pad. Are you crazy? Yeah, the power pad probably kept me from getting diabetes. <laughs> stage <laughs> one or which one? Stage what? Uh, not stage. It's, oh. it's, uh, it's, it's type. Type. Type oh, wait, two. Type two. Type two. I fooled a lot fooled. of sugary <laughs> drinks as a young man. I did. And so so there was a lot of that going down. And uh, I think that power pad helped me out. I, I really, I had to work so many weekends to get my power pad. Oh, my goodness. That was unbelievable. I love that. That was incredible technology. Yeah. yeah. You, you had to literally run. <laughs> you did. You had to play the Olympics. You did. You could yeah. play the Olympics. You could sprint. Uh -huh. You could do the shot put. You uh -huh. could do all kind of stuff. Long jump a thing too, right? You could do the long jump. Yeah, that was a... Man, I wonder why that's not popular now. Huh. Note to Nintendo. Yeah, no, but it's a very, very interesting thing. I, I You know, I think it put a stain on the whole of the Olympics because it was just unnecessary. And now you look at the fallout... Come on, man. This guy's losing potentially tens of millions of dollars worth of endorsements behind this. Right. What company wants to be affiliated with a person of this sort of character? He's like the Joker. Yeah. What do you what what is that? You don't want to be a part of that. You don't want to be a part of none of that. But you do want to be a part of the Olympics. You want to be a part of the closing ceremony. I mean, this is they really went all out. I, me personally, I've been to Rio a few times. I don't really need to go back again. Although I feel like everybody in the world should go to Carnival at least once. And I went in Rio where it was fantastic. Uh, just dancing in the streets and mm -hmm. caipirinhas and, you know, just a... You said they had good food. Oh, man, great food. Steak just a great attitude. Hook, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the beef is way right. No mad cow in Brazil. This is dead right. That you know, and, and people have the churrasqueria, like the fogo de chao kind Ooh. of thing, at their house. Yeah. People have that, that skewered kind of meat turner, that barbecue at the house, and they salt you down. Woo-wee! I might need to jump back. Maybe I do need to go back. Uh, but, yeah... Overall, great Olympics. I just wish that, you little, know, from my perspective, tarnished, tarnished we definitely. Cut, we can little, cut him out, though. Just, just cut that part out. Cut that part out. Let's let's remember the good times. Let's remember all of the, the championships. I thought that Allison Felix played it really well when that girl bumped her because I thought they just dropped the, the, the baton. I didn't know that they, you know, that there right. was some interference. And she did her protest exactly by the book. I think that everybody balled. The U.S. Olympics gymnastics squad balled. Forget about them. The man. basketball team. I don't even think we need to speak on the basketball team. This is like, it's a joke. I was really surprised because Carmelo made big headlines with his speech. Uh, let's see if we can get Carmelo's, a little bit of Carmelo's speech. Despite everything that's going on right now in our country, we got to be united. And I'm glad I did what I did. I stepped up to the challenge. This is what it's about, and representing our country on the biggest stage that you can be on. Uh, America will be great again, I believe that. We got a lot of work to do, but it's one step at a time, and I'm glad we represented it in the fashion that we did. So. That's Carmelo Anthony there after winning the gold medal with the U.S. men's basketball team. Uh, you know, people were really, really responded to, to that speech, and... I thought it was beautiful what he said. Um, you know, he he didn't go into it, but he implied that we have a lot of problems, a lot of tension here in the States, and we do. And as an athlete, he's done a lot this summer 
to really step up with the way that he started, you know, uh, uh, kicked off the ESPYs uh, with LeBron and, and Chris Paul. And, you know, they, they did the thing. And then you have this, him making a speech. I think it's great. Um, the only problem I have here is I don't know what challenge it was that he stepped up to <laughs> because I don't know what challenge it is that the U.S. men's basketball team actually faces other than actually showing up to the game on time in between having a great time out in Rio. Right. Uh, and living on their boat outside of Olympic Village. I don't know what that challenge is, really. Um, he's now the most decorated men's basketball player to ever play. He has three Olympic golds. He leads the Olympics in all-time scoring. To me, those numbers are meaningless. But they're not meaningless to him, though. And that's, and that's what matters. And that's and that's the problem, though, that I think that people are having. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he, he's losing. Somebody needs to pull focus on it because he, yeah. he doesn't understand that he needs uh NBA championship, not the Olympics. Where and you maybe beat, he doesn't. Where you, where you beat up on pretty much college subpar, kids. Yeah. Subpar competition. You're beating up on subpar competition. I mean, at no point did these guys play their best basketball. This is something that I loved about the original Dream Team, which we'll just call the real Dream Team. Mm-hmm. They pounded you into submission. Right. These guys were always at their best. You're talking about the most competitive guys in the history of basketball, probably. And uh, and they constantly pounded you. And... and you know, I don't know. I'm all, like I said, I'm all for the Olympics. Go USA. But in this situation, they got to do something to make it more competitive. First and foremost, let's see all the games live. NBC, whoever buys the rights to the next Olympics, dead this whole uh, tape delay scenario for the West Coast. Right. I understand that three quarters of the population in the United States lives in the Eastern time zone. But at the same time, if I'm on the West Coast, I shouldn't be penalized for that. You know, and I can if if it's gonna be tape delayed, that means it can be tape delayed till whenever. So right. then, show it, give me live as an option. Right. I don't get. I it. guess they feel that the live streaming is is an option though. Yeah, but I want live on my tube. Hook it up to the HDMI, dude. I know, man. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> so basically, you're confessing to being lazy. Yeah. That's why I'm paying my money for them to hook it up. If I wanted to do that shit, I would get on the roof with my antenna and hold it up and go run some cable over the Atlantic and set all my own shit up. I don't want to do that, so that's why I'm that's why I'm here. That's why you want the hookup. That's why I need the hookup. Let me see. I just want to see. I think with the basketball, though, what they maybe they could do is to let then put an all-star together, all-star team together by uh, regions, maybe. You know, you can get the let the the Serbians and maybe the Turkish players, oh. you know, something like well, that. Well, but going, you know what? That doesn't make any sense because it's about it doesn't. But I'm just talking. Pride. I'm just talking about making it competitive because otherwise, there's never going to be a reason to even watch the basketball. I never, I've never watched the Olympics. No, what for? You know and, the outcome, and, and when and and when the games are close, it's always like, what, "Why is the game close? You guys, <laughs> right. you guys weren't serious today. Like, you guys weren't serious. What did you do, do last night? Yeah, because you're not. This there's nobody who should be able to run with the, this collective at all ever. Come on, your boy Harrison Barnes caught a lot of flack. Why? Because he didn't play. I guess I don't know what happened between him and Mike Chichewski, but he wrote a lot of pine and picked up his medal and his max deal with Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison is laughing all the way to the bank and to the goldsmith, whoever that is. Yeah, but. Why did you even need a coach? In theory, but no. But, you know, you don't want to disrespect the game. They should have a coach. What are you going to do? You want to call their own fouls, too? It's not the park. I know, but it, it should be. Why should it's it be? It's not competitive. It's not com- – this is The not- park is very competitive. I don't the know park what you're is, about. is competitive, but not – There's a lot of parks in the United States that will be more competitive than these Olympics I agree. Work. I mean, because this is ridiculous. What did they do to Serbia for the gold? I mean, come on, dude. This is – Makes no sense. You sound like you're gonna vomit right now. Are I you am. okay? I am. I just watched some Kobe highlights. <laughs> <laughs> that last game. Oh, 60 points on your nose. <laughs> on your nose. Oh, you know what else is on your nose? What? It's the 5 4 club. And it's on your head and it'll be on your back and legs if you let it. You know, you go over to 54club.com and you can sign up right now to have a professionally curated wardrobe delivered to your door every month for only $60 a month. And you're getting, I mean, you're wearing, you're sporting yours now. Ernie, our engineer, is sporting it. I got my 5'4 jacket here. I mean, it's hard to beat, guys. You guys don't want to shop, but you want to look good. You want the ladies to notice you. Go ahead and go over to 54club.com, sign up, use promo code OMAR, and let them know you're listening. 54club, look good, be good. Oh, boy, moving on. How about that MMA action this weekend? Did you catch the fight? Yeah, I actually did. It was a bloodbath. Uh, right? 
Yeah. Do you know what? I felt like it's a situation where, unfortunately, I think that blood causes a lot of uh, confusion about who wins. And, you know, it can it can really people are visual, the referees included, you know. And when you see that blood, you see a guy open up and give you the Jerry Cooney. It, you automatically you're thinking that guy is losing. Now, riddle me this, Batman. Do they score by the round in the MMA? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so if you submitted before he started leaking like that, if you submitted your... He started leaking in the first round. Yeah, but, it, I mean, before it turned into a blood transfusion. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, that, whew, boy, Nate Man. was out there leaking. He, he That's got to take a long time to recover. You think? I don't know. He's a professional athlete. He is, but, I mean, he's going to keep getting all this scar tissue around his face and all this. No, he probably other. got plastic surgery already. Just recently? Yeah, usually those guys that get beat up like that, they get plastic surgery. Remember when uh, Klitschko fought your boy... Lennox Lewis? Yeah. And he cut his head open with his braids? Yeah, with, and his not braid, with, the with the razor blades in his braids. He did. He did. And I'm down with Lennox, actually. Yeah. But everybody tried to act like that was a punch. That was not a punch. That was not a punch. He opened up his head with his braids with the Predator. Yeah. Hold on a second. We got a caller in here. First time caller. Oh, really? Who is it? Ladies and gentlemen, the Recon Train. <laughs> Tito. Tito. Joe Nieves, <laughs> live in the Ozone. Oh, he's yeah, an actor. Baby. He's a sports fan. He is also an athlete. The, he's an athlete without question. Yeah. He's a father. He's a son. He's a brother. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Nieves, star of Lay It On Him, Joe. Tell him what you're on now. Stuck in the middle on the Disney Channel playing Tom Diaz, father of seven. Wow. Stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> over there. <laughs> what up, Tito? How you been? Not much, not much. I've been, I've been taking care of babies. I know. Good babies. for you. You got yeah, one. Right? You got Rocco over there. You, you got good, Adelaide too. over there. You're, you're doing good. You're living well. God bless you, Joe. He really does. But I want to get your take on this Conor McGregor Nate Diaz fight. The fans want to know how does everybody feel about it. Uh, I, I actually I didn't catch the fight, and I saw a lot of, but I saw a lot of highlights, and I saw a lot of running from Conor McGregor. I saw some pretty accurate punching, which I was surprised about. But yeah. then you could see the weight difference. It seemed when Nate Diaz would land against him, because Nate's yeah. punches seemed super heavy. Tell me how you saw the fight. So, so here's the thing. So I'm a big, big Conor McGregor fan. I'm a huge Diaz brothers fan. Nate and Nick are two of my favorite fighters. These guys don't back down. These guys just come forward all day long. And what we don't know, what, what a lot of people don't know about these guys is these guys, Nate and Nick, on the ground better than anybody. They, if, if you're on the mm. ground with Nate and Nick, you're getting choked out and you're going to sleep or your, your arm's breaking, something's happening. Um, but they like to stand up. They like to just stand up and trade punches with you. That's what they like to do. They love to fight. Uh, exciting fights to watch. Now, Connor has been referred to as the Irish Diaz brother. Oh, wow. He, <laughs> he, he, loves to, he, he loves to fight, too. Now, Connor can't get on the ground with Nate. We saw that in the first fight. Right. That that went uh, the wrong way for him. No shot. No shot. Right. At all. Now, now let's just talk off the top. I have to say, I'm pretty impressed that Conor McGregor took the fight again at the higher weight class uh, yep. just to avenge the situation. And I also, throughout this whole hype session, I have definitely accoladed and supported his view that he needed time to actually train and not just run around the world yeah. promoting the fight and then get yep. beat up and choked out. So, sorry. And, how, my impressive, two cents. and how impressive that... that that he did the work. How impressive that, because you watched that first fight, going into the second fight, I said there's no way, there's no way he could do anything to beat Nate Diaz. That's exactly that how fight. I felt. That's exactly, I yep. didn't, and that's part of the reason I didn't watch the fight is because I anticipated a second or third round uh, submission again because they had yep. weight classes for a reason and after seeing the cocky nature of McGregor's style, I didn't think that he would be humble enough to actually work on something to beat him and it looks like he did. Yep. Because that's what he wants to be the best, and he he talks a good game. And usually those guys don't don't show up. Guys that talk like that. You're right. But he knows how to sell a fight. He knows how to sell a fight. He just made them both a shitload of money for for number three. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. And, yeah, because uh, everybody and, wants uh, to see number three, right? You're right. down to watch number three. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But here here's the problem now. What I love about the Piaz brothers, they love to fight. But I don't know that they. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on the limb here. A lot of people aren't gonna like this that are into the fight game, but I don't know if that's Caesar Gravy camp where they both come from. If they're good at adapting game plans to the second fight and the third fight, I don't know if they're gonna get hmm. uh, Nate to, to get off that lead foot and to not give up those leg kicks because that's what did him in. That's what did him in. He got chopped that. down. That's what I did see yeah. in the fight. Connor chopped him down early, and and you know what? McGregor had to be thinking to himself, fantastic. This guy yep. is this guy literally is not adjusting, and he's letting me beat the crap out of his legs. And eventually, as long as I don't get knocked out, I, I should win this fight. Now, do you think, real quick, do you think he actually won the fight? That's, That's my question. Ask. 
It's you know what? I, I don't think anybody won the fight. I don't think anybody. Won you the thought fight. it was a draw. Yeah. That's see now. This yeah. is this is everybody that I've spoken to about it. Most of the the UFC aficionados, MMA aficionados that I know, either felt like it was a draw or Diaz won just based on uh, ring generalship because they well, said there was a he, lot. Yeah, of, they said that, that McGregor was oh, yeah. on his his, his yeah, bicycle. He got, on, he got on his horse, man. Uh, McGregor was running a little bit when I watched it. It, it was, and that, that's the only way. You, that's the only way you beat Diaz, brother. If you counterpunch, if you and if you and if you walk backwards and let them come at you, that's the only way you beat them. Um, I, McGregor wins round one, right? McGregor wins round one. Round two, it could have gone either way. Round three, could have gone either way. Oh, see, now I, round three McGregor was won. when I heard definitely went to Diaz. Yeah, That's no, the one everybody I, I saw saying. round three. I went with Diaz. Yeah, that everybody I know said round three was like a definite. They, everybody that I know said round two could have went either way. Could have been a draw. And round three is when the fight right. changed. Now, what about all the blood? Do you think that has a lot to do with it, with the scoring? With the scoring? You, you like to think it doesn't because it, 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 it shouldn't. It certainly shouldn't. It, it, point, but they're, should they're be, people, but, you know? Yeah, no, but it, it, if, they, if they're judging MMA fights, if they've seen this for 20 years, they know that sometimes guys just bleed. If they're not bad cut, you know what I mean? So it shouldn't, it, it, the fact that, like you said, that Nate was controlling the ring, but bringing it wherever he wants it, should should count. The fact that he got that takedown, I think it was the end of round three or round four, one of them. And, and he said and he definitely won round five, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. They said round five, yeah. Con- uh, Conor was just again. literally just yeah. like, like hanging on for dear life, basically. Yeah. He didn't win a so couple good shots. Four, one, or three, two for either fighter, I think. Each round was so close, I think, except for that first round. Another scenario where, now we talk about this on the Ozone a lot, and I know one thing I loved about uh, uh, Tito here is that he knows his sports and he knows his yeah. boxing and he, you know, we've spent, and he knows his Madden. <laughs> he knows his Madden. <laughs> we spent many, I spent many a late nights with this man on the line here watching his beard grow overnight. <laughs> Joe, Joe has a wolfman quality to him that I've always been jealous of. He can come over cleanly shaven, and by the time we get done playing Madden overnight, he has a full-blown Santa Claus beard. <laughs> Total Duck Dynasty. Uh, but what I was going to say, one thing we talk about a lot here on the Ozone is boxing is is really clipping its own wings nowadays uh, with the suspect, um, you know, th- I w- I, with, with the suspect judgments and everything. I would say... This is the first time in a long time that you don't know who the clear winner of a UFC fight is. And this is one of the things UFC has been able to do is that they've really, they've really... They've been able to stay away from that. They've been able to stay away from any controversial endings because you the one guy taps out or he has a broken leg or whatever it is. Now, in this situation, one thing that UFC has done to, 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 quell, that, to quell that is that they have an odd number of rounds, which is right. great. Right. Right. Why? Right. How? How are That's you supposed sense. to? It's, it's common yeah, sense. Right. Twelve rounds. Yeah, yeah. Why is it twelve rounds? It doesn't. And twelve well, rounds with no even rounds. Twelve rounds with no even rounds. This is yeah. the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the most foolish thing in the world. I just don't understand. And I think I think that boxing really needs to do some some evaluation. They got they need stuff. To do a lot. They, need to do a lot. they need to do a lot. Now, did you did, by any chance did you watch this kid, this dynamite kid out of Michigan, Earl Spence, this weekend? No. No. Man, there's a kid that's a welterweight who's I go out on a limb and call him great. This kid is great. Now I'm talking about and he's I haven't seen him either. Oh man, you guys do yourself a favor. Go look up Earl Spence Jr. E R R O L L, the old spelling of Earl. Mm. <laughs> Earl Flynn. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it might even be Earl Scheib. But yeah, no, uh he'll give you a quick paint job for fifty-seven dollars and then he'll knock you out by round six. <laughs> this kid is legit, I'm telling you. And he's fighting he, this weekend he fought on that uh PBC on NBC, you know, that where they put it on regular TV. I just seen that Coney Island. They fought on Coney Island. Yeah, yep, yeah. and uh, and that's where it was. They fought on Coney Island, and it was right after yeah. the uh, an Olympics coverage. So they had crazy numbers, and they introduced this kid to a lot of people. And it's that you know boxing marketing super genius Al Heyman that's behind it. All of the fights that have been letdowns from Pacquiao and Mayweather to even the the end of the Mike Tyson era. This is when they started really robbing people and taking the pay-per-view money and charging yeah, right. big money, and then you don't deliver. This gave the yeah. UFC that window. For Dana White and his com- compatriots yep. to then build what they built and then sell it for a truckload of money. Yep. Now what boxing, yep. in my opinion, has to do is they have to figure out how to make people fight who they are supposed to fight. Yep. Instead of having all yep. these camps and you uh, you have a that, stable and all all these guys in your stable. Yeah. Did you see this news, Tito? You get, you get one good fight. You get one or two good fights here. UFC, you get nine good fights every month. Every here's, month. Here's great, right. Here's the great Nate Diaz record is 19 and 11. There you go. Imagine and you have no less respect for Nate Diaz than you do anybody that's yeah. undefeated in boxing. Right. If you have 11 losses yeah. in boxing, forget about it. You know, you're a bum. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you, you're gone. But after your second lawsuit, I mean, you know, you don't get eleven lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, you, do. <laughs> you don't get eleven. Dude. It's true, <laughs> I, and 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 the, and this is a problem though because the the Absolutely. sport the the the. the Sport was pretty much hijacked by Floyd Mayweather and for a certain period to make people believe in this uh, imaginary importance of an undefeated record. And yeah. and yeah. now, as they say, the game is twisted. Because, right, and watching fights without the fight. Yeah. And now yeah. you're looking at this fight. Did you, see, did you guys see this dispute now that uh, uh, HBO is backing off of Manny Pacquiao's uh, Jesse Vargas fight? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. They, they literally are not airing the fight. And so now Bob Arum is very upset, and he's saying he, he, he might take it. He's saying he might take it uh, um, independent or to other channels to distribute because he's saying it's a breach of contract, yada yada. And he basically said that in their contract, it stipulates that the opponents have to be agreed upon, not the date. I guess HBO is having a hard time with the date because they want him to fight a certain distance between the Kovalev Ward fight that's coming up and the Pacquiao fight. And so HBO just said, "Oh, we're not going to air it." This kind of stuff, in general, this is this is another black eye to the sport. You know, it's poison. It's Let me ask you something. So I know you guys, you guys, you guys hang out with a lot of pro athletes. Now, in 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 that world, is there is there is there a problem with with, with good athletes becoming boxers these days? With good act, with good athletes becoming football players these days because of what's happening in both those sports because of injuries in football because of MMA now? Is, are the better athletes going to basketball and, and MMA now? I would say this. Boxing, MMA are sports that you do out of necessity. And usually these are sports yeah. that guys do when they don't have any other options. Right. It's not like how like uh like we had our Beverly Hills Yankees team. It's not like uh it's not, <laughs> <laughs> Forget <all days. laughs> it's not like it's not like so, how, how so I smoke cigarettes between any big deal. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't count on you to leg out any uh, ground balls, but we, we knew your, your, your lungs were <laughs> right at that point. But you kicked the habit, though. You kicked the habit. kicked the habit. Ran a marathon. Ran a marathon. This guy, get Man, it's unbelievable. Joe's a prime example of a woman changing his life for the better. Yeah. And he's, he's really become a fine young father. Right. A great family man. And you know what? I don't get to see Tito all that often, but I know it's for the best because uh, he's no longer smoking cigarettes and playing Madden all night. <laughs> now he's running marathons and, and watching UFC and, and raising some fine children. Yes, but, sir. But, this, uh, but, yeah, you know, you look at it. This is a serious thing going on because boxing yeah. is, in, a, in my opinion, it's in a space where it could cannibalize itself. I think, to, to continue with that answer, your guys that are all-world athletes, they find something early that they're good at, and usually – Certain athletes can be good at every sport. Like guys who are good at football, depending on their position, will determine whether or not they're good at other sports. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, for example, if you can just fly and you're just a really fast guy, you could be a DB or a safety. You don't even necessarily have to hit or anything like that. Right. But that doesn't mean that you could then in turn go play outfield for the for the Reds. You know, that mm -hmm. doesn't. But But the other way around is probably true because there's hand-eye, there's this, that, and the other. I think one thing that people would be surprised to know about with hanging out with all the professional athletes is the difference in conversation that they have in private about the results of all of these uh, sporting events than than what they right. get on and speak about in the public. Yeah. Right. Because when you talk to guys on the one-on-one, -on -one, they'll tell you the they'll truth. They'll tell you the truth. And they'll tell you why it's the truth. They'll tell you why, yeah. man, I knew this was going to happen because this guy can't adjust. It's like how you're talking about adjusting to the ground game or doing, mm -hmm. you know, this, yeah. that, and the other with the box, with the uh, with the UFC. These guys will tell you that, but for sponsorship or whatever reasons, they won't do that in public. And this is why we have right. the Ozone. So we keep it 100. <laughs> and partial sports, Joe. We tell it how it is and how we think it should be. I'm telling you. Tito, I have I, I, tell me, how do, you feel, how, how do you feel about the uh, – how do you feel about uh, about the, the, the Major League Baseball season? I know you've been working a lot. You probably don't have a lot well, of time. You know what? It's it's you know you know for some reason I'm a Houston Astro fan. Um, you know, <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm a I lobbied. Right I lobbied. If you remember, I went out. To, actually, T Bone Roney's wearing his Houston Astros yeah. hat right now, and the Astros are the hottest All team right. in baseball, other than the Royals. To be yeah, honest, the last, last, yeah, for the last, you know, last few games. But what what here, here's what I want to know: What happened to Dallas Cycle? What happened to Colin McHugh? What happened to what happened to all those pitchers? Well, the best pitchers I mean, that you, they have. You got, you got Altuve, Springer, and and Correa. You should you should be you know. Well, you be truth be told, I mean, those guys didn't do anything for the first part of the season either, right? And right. that was the problem. 
But you have Lance yeah. McCullers now, and that kid is coming off the shelf. You know, he's hurt right now, but when yeah. he comes back, he's their yeah. best pitcher. Musgrove is good. Uh, so Musgrove is good. What's up with Keiko? Keiko, I think, was smoking mirrors. I dude. think he was smoking mirrors. I think it had a lot to do with, uh, even though he shut down the Orioles yesterday. Yeah, that's one time ago. out of like 20 starts. You know, because what happens is that once they figure out his style or his release point or what his, the book is on him, then he's not the same pitcher anymore. Yeah, and he doesn't have crazy stuff, Dallas yeah. Keiko. Yeah. He had great placement. He didn't have like he a lot of stuff. He could hit his spots. So then what he found, what happened to him this season was if he didn't hit his spots, he got he hit, got hit hard. Yeah, McHugh's never yeah. been like an. Yeah, McHugh's never been an elite yeah, he's pitcher. Like a, he no, should be like, like a journeyman. Like he, he should be a solid two or three, you know? No, 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 no. no, no, no. You give him love. Like, I just, he's like a four, maybe with your heart. five. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're bleeding Astro <laughs> Orange right now. You're, you're, bleeding, you're, you're bleeding Houston oil right now. I don't know what's going on. No, no, McHugh is a four or a five at, you know, four. But let me tell you something. The top five of that lineup can bang with anybody in baseball because yes. that kid, Alex Bregman, yeah. they brought up is confident oh, and he's swinging the stick. Yeah, Correa. Correa. George Springer's almost a five. He's probably a four tool yeah. guy. He just needs to get his yeah. average up. Yeah. Correa's got crazy and, pop, and, and Jose Altuve is the best hitter in baseball. baseball. Yeah. Uh, him and Mookie Betts. I mean, you can take your pick. Uh, who do you think going to win MVP? Him or Mookie? It depends, on, it depends on where they. It depends on where the Astros end up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess. I mean, so. but the guy's gonna end up hitting three sixty or something like that. That's a and insane. He's got, he's got, it's twenty home runs. And, and twenty swipes. Yeah. Well, Mookie Betts is not. No, that Mookie far. Betts is. I mean, even though he did it all in about a three game span, <laughs> Mookie Betts hits three home runs a night for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is, but he's a stud. Yeah, no two ways about it. I love Altuve's game. Our Dodgers are doing some stuff without pitching right now, and it's smoking mirrors, Joe. Yeah, I hate mirrors. to break it to you because so? this year so? I know so because yeah. because this these next two weeks are going to tell the story. They're going to tell the tale, and because see, the one thing today. That, one yeah, one thing that the Dodgers have done really well since Kershaw's gone down is they beat the, you know they won games. But one thing that they've yeah. done really well is they had a bullpen. Uh, the big knock on them last year and the seasons before that is they didn't have a bullpen. Right. Well, this year they got their bullpen together. Guys are performing. I, I really applaud mm -hmm. Dave Roberts on how he's managed the bullpen. But he overused them now because you started getting all of these injuries with the starters. Right. Now the bullpen's worn out, and you have to rely on these starters. I'm very terribly disappointed that Hunjin Ryu isn't coming back. And he may be done in general. I, I never was, expected anything from him anyway, though, because a shoulder injury is serious in baseball. You can is. get over the elbow, yeah. but the shoulder is serious business. It is serious shame. business. What yeah, and he was really he was a really good pitcher. And so and so, but now one thing the Dodgers yeah, Anderson's done. McCarthy. I, I think they're gonna call out a uh, kid. They're gonna call a kid up named Matthew Eisman <laughs> from the, from the Beverly Hills farm team. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But what I was going to say is is they've beat a lot of teams that they're supposed to beat. They had that one series out in Washington that was a surprise that yeah. they picked up. But, you know, you see right. they ran into the Reds this past weekend, and the Reds were swinging it well, and, and the Reds they, couldn't gonna, stop, they couldn't stop the Reds. Yeah, and the Reds are going to hurt them for this series that's coming up. Because the Reds they, are going to hurt them, and then besides that, now's when you, they have to play against the real teams. Yeah. Now they play against the Giants, then they go to the Cubs. I think the Cubs might be coming yeah, here. Yeah, the Cubs are coming here. Yeah, this is serious business now. This is. But what this do you is, think about? But what do you think about this? They 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 went eighty. They went a hundred games with with nobody hit. With Corey Seager hit and that's it. It's so unbelievable, right? Now, right? And and they went a hundred games with nobody hitting. And, now these guys are starting to hit. It's starting to hit. Yeah, but good pitching stops all that hitting too. Yeah, but at the same time, I will again. I got to give love to uh, Dave to, Roberts. to Dave Roberts because yeah. he got Dave, the lineup Dave, together. Dave. Probably the coach and of the year. And he, I would say he is a coach of the year. Uh, maybe other than John Farrell. I mean, I love the Red Sox. I've been calling the Red Sox since. I know, the but the Red Sox have talent. The they Dodgers do don't have talent. have talent like that. They don't have it. Not like that. No, and and look at Puig. How long they tried to ride the Puig what train? What happened to Mister Puig? What oh, happened? Yeah. You haven't been listening to the Ozone, oh, man. Young Yasiel. And you know what? Uh, and now I've they're trying to give him. From the is he ever going to turn around? Is he ever going to turn around? Not, if, if he does, it won't be with the Dodgers. They're trying to give no, him away true. literally right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I turned him down. I didn't even want him, you know. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even want him to play with in Beverly Hills. I'm like, forget it, dude. We can't use him. <laughs> oh, liar. <laughs> liar. Nobody can take Tito's spot. Hey, but you still led the league in no fast. He led you down a dark path, please. He had you smoking in between. Oh, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, you got the Puig situation, the bullpen's getting stretched, and you got no starters. Luckily, the greatest pitcher of all time is coming back this weekend, yeah. and he's going to hurt the league. <laughs> just a, he's going to do what he does. He's going to take down scores. <laughs> and his ERA is going to be microscopic, and you can count on him. But, you know, there's an element here, which is the 
like the Kobe Bryant element where it seems like when Clayton Kershaw pitches and when he's available, I know what you're going to say. The team doesn't score. They watch the Clayton They're Kershaw watching. show, mm -hmm. just like just like yeah, how the Lakers. It wasn't Lakers, the case this season, though, right? It wasn't the case this season, though. No, they were giving him some run support this season, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but but over the years, this is how it's been. Just like yeah, uh, without doubt, you get caught up in like watching Kobe Bryant play, and consistently that Lakers squad was better when Kobe Bryant wasn't playing yeah. for the past few years. Like you know, because and, the whole team actually and, played, and the team played as opposed to just watching the the Kobe show. Now that's not that guy's fault per se, because he's trying to press the issue to make you know the team as good as he can. But I guess certain guys well, are just was, so it mesmerizing. Don't get T Bone make, started on Kobe. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> God, don't even get me going on this dude, man. Well, one of the things that we know you love so much is uh, is the J E T S Jets, 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 Jets. Indeed. Now, how do you how do you feel about the prospects of uh, of of the East Rutherford Jets coming in for the season? Well, here, here's the thing. I mean, I'm I'm shocked nobody else is talking about it. But at the end of last season, they were the best team in the AFC. Now they lost they lost to the Bills in in, in, the, in the last game of the season because Rex just had to do that. But they won the last, I think the last five before that, a four in a row before that. Anyway, they were playing better football than anybody. The defense, is there a better defense than the AFC? It's arguable. The offense, some of the most weapons, you got Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker. Uh, we got Matt Forte, Bilal Powell. With the tight ends, we got with Jason Morrow. We got an offensive line. Fitzpatrick was serviceable, right? Yeah, and well. I feel if, like they gave him the raw deal. Is Geno's jaw reset? What's that? Is Geno's jaw reset? Gino's jaw is ready. Gino's jaw is ready. <laughs> ready Gino, for another puncher is ready to take the, the punch of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. Gino, here's the thing. Gino had to start a job last game before his jaw broke. Well, I know. So I know. Was, and that's what made him talk slick. He was feeling good. So what happens now? So now he's playing lousy in the preseason. Is that Bryce Petty going to take his job at the number two? That's insane. Well, yeah, that's insane. Right. Jets fans will be incensed all over the tri-state area. I, I wonder about that AFC, though. I mean, obviously. It's open with the, with the Patriots in their situation. It's open. We still, we still got to go with the Patriots? We still, we still, you still the have to go with the Patriots. Team. I don't know, man. I don't think so. Well, and the I Broncos mean, the still got a crazy defense, ever. by the way. Well, yeah, but we're talking yeah, but who's, about who's in that division. No, no, no. Yeah, he was just saying in the AFC, mm. he's got a better defense. Yeah, but when Tom Brady comes, you know oh, he's going to light the league up. He's going to be so mad. You make him sit and watch for four weeks. Isn't he ever going to like that worse? No, it never so never stops. <laughs> when you got the clutch Wait, gene, another, he never he never wears out his clutch. Now, right? They got another uh, they got some another tight end like the old. Uh, yeah, they got the old style. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, exactly. they're, they're running double tight ends, which is a nightmare. That's yeah, that's scary. Yeah, like yeah. when they had Aaron Hernandez. Oh, yeah. But I like I don't know. We got Matt Forte. We got you know Man. we're looking good. <laughs> Brandon Marshall. I'm like, come on. Hey, I'm I, a I, big I'm a big fan of Brandon Marshall. I feel like Brandon Marshall is completely underrated. Yeah, I'm a fan of Matt Forte. Isn't he right? Yeah, I am not a fan of Eric right? Decker though. I like Eric. Eric Decker is a great compliment to Marshall. He's a great compliment yeah. to Marshall, but I feel like yeah. he gets love like he's the number one. But sometimes he is the number one. They use Marshall as a decoy. I, I played That's a couple on Fanduel, and and hey, <laughs> Eric Decker snuck up on you. He's a bad one, but he's a great two. Yeah, he is a great. That's uh, there. You go, Joe. There, there it is. I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You got the look. <laughs> well, shout out to Prince for Joe, the artist. Yeah. Wow. So that's your take on it, huh? So you like them, and you like them to take the division. I do like that. You know, I, I, maybe for some reason they seem like they go mind. They, sometimes they go brain dead. When they go down and they play in Miami, for some reason. What is that? Well, it's the AFCs. They all beat each other. They always beat each other. Jets beat the Patriots. Dolphins sometimes beat the Patriots. Bills, Bills swept us with it. That's the reason we're in the playoffs. Because the, play the Bills swept us with it. It's embarrassing. Yeah, and I looked at <laughs> um, <laughs> it. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassed. But I'm a big fan of Tyrod, though. Like Rex, <laughs> Rex is spiteful. Rex had to do that. He had to do it. Yeah, but Rex is but a I terrible love, coach. I love Super Bowls. There you go. Well, Joe, I'm I'm so happy to reconnect to have you on. Everybody, go out support this man. Watch the show on the Disney Channel. If you got kids, you're gonna love it. If you have seven kids, the show might be about you. <laughs> it's uh, it's called Stuck in the Middle on Disney. When can they catch it, Joe? When are you airing? We start shooting again uh, soon. It's, it's Friday nights um, on the Disney Channel. Uh, it's it, the time has changed a few times, like 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. It varies, but once we get back on the air, it'll straighten out again. There you go. Tito! Into this week. There you go. 
a friend of the ozone an absolute and total friend glad to have you joe we'll see you soon hey hey indeed great to talk to you guys talk to you soon late yeah so we're moving into football season it's going down it's going down man showtime it's serious business you know what else we're moving into? What? I'm waiting on my shipment to come of uh, Melissa's produce, that Melissa's organic, those coconut clean snacks. Oh, oh, my goodness. You're obsessed. I'm telling you, evaporated cane sugar, quinoa. It's it's it's, it's all positive things. It gets you, it keeps you regular, crazy fiber. Makes you feel sweet, good, huh? Like a man. <laughs> you guys run over to, uh, to Melissa's produce, or you can go to your local Gelson's or uh, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, wherever you get your, your healthy food. Go and put these Melissa's clean snacks, I'm telling you, on your grocery list. They're so good. You will not be mad. If you buy them and you don't like them, I'll buy them off of you. Just don't slobber on them. Oh, man. So football, man. You know, I've been catching a lot of fans on ballers because, you know, it's almost football season. Everybody's doing their uh, everybody's doing their fantasy drafts coming up, and it, it's uh, football's at a at a fever pitch. It, I mean, everybody's waiting; they can't wait just to get into some football. Showtime, man! It's showtime. Come on, I I do my best work on FanDuel during the football season. Although I'm a right? baseball guy, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's unbelievable, you know. Wow, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Well. It's going to be interesting to see how people uh, how how it shapes up. I, I'm just hoping that nobody else gets hurt in the. Uh, I just hope nobody else gets hurt in the preseason. You know, they had this terrible football preseason, and they're talking about stretching it out even longer. They're talking about stretching out the season even longer, and they're holding a lot of the guys out, like Jamal Charles. I do believe yeah. they said they're going. Tony Romo hasn't played. Yeah, they're going to let Jamal Charles. I think play the last game before the season actually starts. Maybe. Yeah, just to get maybe, loose. Yeah, get a couple of reps or a couple of other these guys like Thomas Rawl. You know, and I mean, I, football's a serious sport, man. You can't take a chance. No, you, you can't can take lose a the guy for the whole season. Yeah. And just behind a preseason game, that's not worth it. N- at all. Yeah. At all. If you're going to lose them, you need to lose them in live action. Yeah, you know, you know what you have in these guys. So let some of these guys who are trying to get a job, you know, do their thing. Let's see where they are. Yeah. And then you can send them down to the B squad and pull them up later on, you know, once an injury happens because you know they're going to happen. Right. Right. Oh, you know what? I, I think we got a. I think we got a longtime collaborator for the well, Ozone yeah. who's in, interested in calling in. Is the Trucker Dave? Oh, nice, Trucker Dave, live in the Ozone. How you feeling? Still breathing. How are you guys? Oh, <laughs> that's what matters. Staying on top. <laughs> so we got Trucker Dave. The, our, as a matter of fact, our oldest collaborator on the Ozone, our longest relationship. And most valued. Trucker Dave, we're talking NFL preview here. And based on what you've seen in the preseason and what you saw at the end of last season, what is it that you expect? Give me an NFL breakdown. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers and the boys coming back? Tom Brady and his suspension. Who do you have your eye on and who do you think your sleepers are? Here's your take. Go. Well, I like Aaron Rodgers, of course. Um, I can get Jordy Nelson back. Uh, so that should be interesting. I'm looking at Tom Brady's situation as more as a um, more as a rest. You know what I mean? He's got the first four weeks off, and they even help him because he can just sit back and analyze the game from a, uh, you know, just not from a player's point of view, just from, like, a fan's point of view, and he may pick up a few things. So I wouldn't be surprised about that. But going into the season and in the offseason, I've been really interested in the Jacksonville Jaguars as my sleeper. Everybody's talking about Andrew Luck and his new contract, but I really think that uh, Blake Bortles is going to cut down on the turnovers, and he's going to go to the next level. I like him almost better out of any of the young quarterbacks than anybody. He's my sleeper. Wow. Wow. Now that's a serious that, – that, that's a serious conversation. I agree with him too. Anyway, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. That's why he's our chief uh, NFL consultant on the Ozone. I mean, it's going to be interesting because I actually I like what they're doing in all of Florida football right now. I actually got my eyes on famous Jameis Winston down there as well because I like I heard he came in, leaned up, and uh, he's doing the work. I thought he had a great rookie season, to be honest, and I'm interested to see where he goes. I think Bortles and that squad, I think they're going to catch a lot of people off guard if he can cut down on those. Uh, He'll cut down on them. I just feel like the problem with them is that they don't have a, a number one solid running back. Yeah, uh, this is this – is, well, you got T.J. Yeldon and – uh-huh. I got a little shot down there, but I really like the direction of Jacksonville because you got a lot of young studs on defense with Fowler. Uh, you got uh, Jackson from 
Denver on your defensive line. I really, really, really like Jacksonville. Don't be surprised to see Blake Bortles light up the sky. Yeah, and they have two number one receivers. Yeah, they got hands across America and speed. Yeah. And a tight end. What do you think about what do you think about the skins? What do you think about the Redskins this year? Well, you know, um, it's gonna be interesting with Norman over there. I like I like the fact that he's in the same division as this Bryant. Um, he does he is one of the few uh cornerbacks that can actually do well against this. So for him going over to the skins, that ought to be interesting. So I think Kirk Cousins can make the next step. Um, they got a lot of young talent, so it's interesting to see what's really going to happen. You know, you really have to wait with the NFL to see what's going to happen. I like Marcus Mariota has been impressing me in the offseason. He's got a young uh, rookie receiver over there that I like also. So all this is going to be interesting. And the fact that Tennessee traded uh, Green Beckham because he didn't run out a route all the way and they traded him to Philadelphia, but he made a good block on the DeMarco Murray run that's from the touchdown. So they say the, the fans in Philly are, you know, they're pretty short-tempered, which they are. So we'll see if Green Beckham being 6'5 can turn it around a Philadelphia. Yeah, that kid's got talent. That kid has talent. And, you know, they have talent down there in Tennessee, man. They have talent in Nashville. But I went down there and went to a game. Uh, I think it was either last year or year before. It was last year I went down there and went to a game. Mm-hmm. And um, the culture didn't feel like they were serious about winning in general. They didn't, they didn't, didn't. You didn't get that feel from them like you do when you go to a game and you're in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room right. where winning is expected. You know, with certain, certain locker rooms, certain teams, certain cities – Winning is just plain and simply expected, and anything less is chastised. It's not tolerated. Right. You didn't get that feel in Nashville. And I, another team that I'm worried about that I wonder if they're going to have a bounce back is the San Francisco 49ers and Colin Kaepernick. I've been hearing some good things about Colin Kaepernick, but I wonder if he can I – don't, I don't know if it's even bounce back because I don't know how great he ever was to start with. Ooh. I don't know how great he ever was to start with, you know, but I think that he can. I think that he can potentially – get back to some semblance because he's had a lot of time off. I think it's a great point about Tom Brady uh-huh. because Brady, anybody that can take time off and actually analyze a game, which every athlete knows, the game is different watching it from the outside it is than what it feels like when you're in it. I remember Marcus Allen did the same thing when the Raiders weren't letting him play. And yeah. he went up to Kansas City. He lit him up. He sure did. He sure did. Yeah, but um, a lot of the blame has to be blamed on the coaches in the NFL because coaching has a lot to do with their game. More I so agree. Than any Planning. other sport. Yeah. And and with these younger guys, they might might not like their temperament, but they have to get adjusted to it because th- this is a new generation, and you can't just keep holding them to the same standard of the older guys. Top to bottom, how do you feel, NFC and AFC? I've heard good things about Colin Kaepernick. I'm interested to see what you think about the Seahawks. You know I'm a Raiders fan, and Denver still has D, and they got a very suspect offense. Let me know what you think about that, Trucker Day. Well... The West is always interesting, uh, mainly because they are known for having really good defensive front and talented quarterbacks. But I'm hearing a lot of mixed things about Colin Kaepernick uh, with his injury. And if he's going to play, he may not play until week three. I, I don't really don't know. I, I think Russell Wilson, to me, is always a solid pick because he's become a pocket passer, so you can't criticize him about running first and looking to pass. He's a pocket passer now. Um it's just uh, the NFL is always interesting, you know. You really don't know until the season starts. That's the best thing to say about the NFL. You don't know until the season starts. Denver obviously is going to have a, a great defense like they've always had. They lost a couple of pieces, but they're still going to be solid. I just saw Von Miller's new commercial, so he's happy he got paid. He got paid, and then right. he got paid by EA Sports. Yeah, so it all goes hand in hand, so he's going to have a really good attitude to play. And uh, this uh, the Raiders. Nobody's really talking about the Raiders. Um, I am. In, I don't know why. This talent's in place, and you just have to, with talent, just like I'm saying with Blake Bortles, you just have to give it a couple of years to let it develop, you know? And then don't evaluate a quarterback or uh, a particular player on their first year. Let them, you know, let them grow. Give them a couple of years to learn. But once they do that, then come back and judge them, you know? But you look at the Raiders, when you have your quarterback, you have your receiver in place, you got a linebacker from Seattle, you know, you're moving up. Moving up. Moving up. 
Trucker Dave, we always appreciate your addition. You bring so much value to our program. Be careful out there on the road, and we will see you sooner than later in the Ozo. Well, sounds good. Love you guys. Take care. Uh, you too. Bye. Bye, Bob. Some great insight there. Yeah. Great insight. I, you know, I really like out west is Arizona. I think if they can stay healthy, they can really make some noise this year. Picking up Chandler Jones was big, and I, I think that they – I anticipate they're going to be able to make some moves. Like I said, to me, it always comes down to the coaches, and I don't know if Arian's the one to take them over the top, mm. honestly. I like Arians. I like Bruce. I like, <laughs> Do you like Bruce Bruce in it? I, I think Bruce Bruce is down there hitting it right now. I think he's doing his thing. And, you know, we got a longtime friend of the Ozone down there playing for Arizona, yeah. Calais Campbell. Yeah. Big fella's out there. He's interested. He's focused. He told me. But uh, They have I, the talent. They do. They do. You know who else has the talent? Who? The Gorilla. Ooh, if I could get my hands on one right now, just a refreshing beverage, Gorilla Life, three ingredients, water, chlorophyll, and agave. Ooh-wee, this is the best chlorophyll-based drink in the world, folks. I'm telling you. Rush over to GorillaLife.com, pick yourself up a supply, go over to Whole Foods. They're all over the place. You're going to see. And you're like, man, I heard about them on that Ozone podcast. Gorilla Life it can help lower your blood pressure. can fight the fight against diabetes. And it can clean you out if you eat too much of it. It's a vegan meal all wrapped up in a bottle. Or a bottle. <laughs> Gorilla Life. Life in a bottle. Well, I want to get into this segment about our favorite thing. It's Major League Baseball, folks. These are the dog days of summer. It's showtime. Can you believe the Seattle Mariners are the AL best since the All-Star break? Right. That's unbelievable. Not really. They they're have finding talent. ways to win. They have talent. Yeah, but they always end up finding ways to lose. And this time around, it seems like they're finding ways to win. Yeah, and that seems to be what the Astros are all about right now, finding a way to lose. Because the Astros in their division, really, I think they were the pick, right? Yeah, they were definitely the pick going yeah. in, in, the, in the West. But that division is tough now. Before Ooh. it was a cakewalk, you have Texas. The Angels definitely, until they get rid of Mike Sosha, you know, they're not going to go anywhere. You think Sosha's the problem? I, I've always thought that Sosha was a problem. Wow. Because he doesn't, you know, he. I, I feel like they don't, they preach team, but I don't feel like they play as a team. There's a bunch of individuals out there. I think they have too many outfielders over the years. And, and <laughs> They've always they, had too many they, outfielders. They love to sign outfielders to fat contracts. And first basemen. And, then, yeah, and, and then, then you don't have the money that you need to sign other guys, the right. pitching that you need. The Angels can have leads, and they just you can count on the Angels blowing the lead late if, and, they, if they have it. And their farm system is depleted. Depleted. They, they were tapped. out drinking they all out. night, yeah. and it's dehydrated. It's gone. They need some minerals. They, they need some Gorilla Life. They need an IV of Gorilla Life. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad news for <laughs> it, them. It's bad. So sad. <laughs> but the Mariners look like the real deal, although you know that they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Even though that kid Diaz, the closer, is legit. Yeah, he is legit. Uh, he's going to be something special over the next few years. I, I really like what he's doing. But we're going to have to drop him in the fish grease and see if he can survive because once the playoffs start and whatnot, if they can make it. I mean, staying out west with switching leagues, I'm still with the Giants. I think the Giants went through that rough patch, uh, and I think they fought their way through it. Right. And they're going to come out a better team for it. They have their squad back now. you got Hunter Pence back. He's still trying to find his Joe rhythm. Joe Panic. Joe Panic, your favorite second baseman. <laughs> I is love back. Joe Panic. <laughs> uh, they, they have a lot of men. They, the proof is in the pudding, though. We're going to see. We're about to see it this yeah, week, as a matter of fact. They have nine games left with the Dodgers, and, and the first one starts tonight. And I can't wait. Ooh, I cannot it's wait. It's going down. It's but going Kershaw down. will be back in the, in the <laughs> next series. So, I so don't, that's about two or three <laughs> wins you can count <laughs> on for the about, Dodgers. At least. Where they, the Giants probably won't score. Yeah. Um, and let's move over into the Central. The Cubbies still banging them out. Still banging out those wins. Yeah. And getting that. Uh, Do you see anybody? But the Cardinals are hot as Now, well. this is the sleeper for me. The St. Louis Cardinals are an organization that knows how to win. Yeah. And, and they a, have turned it on. They have a culture of winning. They have a culture of winning. And they yeah. accept nothing less. And you look at that roster, you're not overwhelmed. And they bring up kids from minor league. Their system Ready is not depleted. To go. And they, they let's, come, uh, let's let's talk about the kids who have been brought up over this past uh, week. This this wow, past we week, we might be here for two years, right? <laughs> they, this past week, uh, uh, your man Gary Sanchez was voted uh, American League Player of the two Week. Two bombs last night. Come on, man, this guy is legit. The Yankees did the right thing yeah. by by making these trades and getting all these people. There's just no two ways about it. Aaron he was Judge ready is last legit. year. Yeah, Gary Sanchez. Yeah, but you know what? But you got to pay some some yeah. old guy instead of letting him be ready and play. You got to pay some old guy, and you have to blame that on Brian Cashman. I could probably got to go with the owners because Cashman has to answer to somebody. He was the one who finally convinced the owners that, hey, you know what? We might actually – it and might be time And how did he to, do that? He probably said, you know what, these guys uh, – you know what? I don't know. It, 
these guys are stinking up the joint. But he's the one who signed them. He signed. I all think these... you're on the wrong page. No, it's too long. Long-term contracts like that are is too far. The guys age. When they age, they're not good. Brian Cashman probably has more rings than every other executive in Major League Baseball. So yeah. you, so your your argument is cut short there because really. The Yankees won up until recently. And truth be told, I have to give love to the skip because Joe Girardi's winning out there with pretty much nothing all season. Right. I mean, very suspect lineups. The non-professional lineups were being put out for a good a good <laughs> yeah. a, a good half of the games. And now he's got the youth movement. He's got those kids believing. Didi Gregorius having a great year. Starling Castro. Starling Castro having a bounce back year. They don't have any pitching. They need some help. They they got Tanaka still deals on you, yeah. and Sabathia will keep you in a game. Which Sabathia is, will keep you in a game, but they got rid of that bridge that they you know. Uh, they, well, this is the thing. They need some more starters. They got rid of Ivan Nova, which was a surprise for me. Yeah. But they but uh, very disappointed in Lou Severino. I'm very dis. I don't know what happened to him last year. He was a really serious He's a kid, pitcher. Though. He is a kid, so maybe he'll go down and pull it together. Yeah. Probably uh, pitching a winner and get himself together, go back home. Somebody will tell him, hey, man, you were doing this, you were doing that, and then he'll come back next year and deal. Right. How about this kid David Dahl up in Colorado? I'm, I'm so impressed with him. Man. I'm, I'm, he came up and he's putting on the show, dude. He's putting on a clinic against great pitching. Yeah. Outside yeah. of Colorado. Yeah. He's he's hit the good ones. Scherzer, Strasburg. Yep. Yep. I mean, you name it, He's man. punishing them. Yeah. He's putting up numbers. He's putting up numbers. Lefties, righties, come whatever. On, man. And his, his checkbook, split. credit card, more money. And then a sucker could ever spare. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's serious business. I still uh you know what? I go back and forth. I like the I like the 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 Cardinals. The Cubs are just you seem silly if you're even speaking against them, but I think that when the playoffs come, it's going to be a different world. And Honestly, I don't know if they're ready. Right. And I think, I don't think John Lackey is going to do what he's doing. John Lackey has a shoulder problem. Yeah, John Lester pitched well against the Padres, so what's that? I don't think John Lester can hold anybody on, so they're going to run all over him when they get to the playoffs. Right. Ariada is is come back down to earth. Come back down to earth. Uh, so all that talk about him being as good as Clayton Kershaw should go out the window yeah, they, they and Max have, Scherzer. Yeah, they have, you know. Kyle Hendricks is the best pitcher on the team, strangely yeah. enough. And they have they have crazy offense, but offense it's just in the playoffs, it just doesn't yeah. get it and done. And if you have to go against the Dodgers, if the Dodgers can get another arm. One more arm. One more legit arm. And they can go head up if you had a five-game series, a seven-game series, and you had to see Kershaw two, three the, times. The longer the series is, the worse for you when you're playing against the Dodgers. Yeah. you got to see Kershaw a couple so, times. Yeah. Maybe even three times. Yeah, maybe even three times, then you're not going. they're not going to win because because they don't have the discipline to beat him. No. No. And if nobody we, does though, but, but no, it's not but, just about the discipline. He's yeah, superior. His stuff superior, is superior right now. And 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 I don't believe that they're they're ready to hit good pitching like that. And who do you think wins the AL East? Uh, probably the Nationals, although Miami's looking I mean, wow. They, okay, talk about the NL East. <laughs> I'm thinking about the the AL the AL East, I'll go with the Orioles. Interesting. I don't think the Orioles got enough arms. I'm going with the Red Sox, like I've been going with the Red Sox since the beginning of the series uh, of the season. Um, I think Toronto falls apart soon. It's unfortunate because Joey Bats, I think, is going to cost himself a lot of money because he he didn't really have a full season so far this season. Right, and, and he could have signed his, his extension. I like Aaron Sanchez, but he he's going to get tired just because he's you know. I tell you who well, the sleeper is. Tired. He's not going to pitch. Yeah, the sleeper though in the Central in the American League though, uh, the Royals are hot. The champs are hot. They're hot. They, they won eight straight, and and uh, and also they know how to win. I think they're short one starting arm to be honest. But uh, but but what I was gonna say is I like the Tigers. I wish the Tigers could do more. I just can't believe in them. You know, I can't believe in them with Brad Osmus at the head of that that uh, that that beast. Right. They got a crazy lineup, but again, they lose games late because their bullpen is suspect. Because they have Fr- Francisco Rodriguez, K Rod, and not just him. He would be good if he could be your eighth inning guy at this point. Yeah, but you need a guy that's like a lights out kind of closer. They have that kid, but they don't let him go. Rondon, Hector Rondon, is it Hector? Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Rondon. Rondon. Bruce yeah, Hector Rondon. Rondon is with the Cubs. Yeah, Bruce Rondon. Yeah, and he can sling it. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, and you know what? He's a guy I think that he doesn't have as much success because he's a closer, and he doesn't have like you know he, he's not like an eighth inning hold guy. He's right. a closer. Right. I think that's when he'll, he'll you'll see his best success. But jump to the National League East, which is what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, the Nationals. The Nationals are looking great. But the Nationals are great. Yeah, but I don't think that they, they're running out of arms. It's gonna be interesting to see if I Joe mean, Ross is you, down. You can count on Max Scherzer. Yeah, Strasburg's but, down. And, and you know what? Thank God you can count on Gio Gonzalez. I'm happy to see Gio bounce back. He's, right. a, he's a friend of the Ozone, and Gio's having a pretty good season. He struggled for a spell, but it seems like he's got his mechanics back together, and he's attacking the strike zone. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of these guys this year struggled early. Yeah. What do you think that is? I don't know. Just like a rhythm thing, really, right? 
I man, I don't, I don't know, know what they did, what they had done in the postseason. You know, so these guys need to play. Yeah, often. I agree. And if yeah. you take time off, it doesn't work well for baseball. You can take a, a few months off, but you know, a lot of these guys play in the winter, especially players from the DR. There you go. I mean, you know, I think that uh, I think we should consult Ryan Lochte about what happened with the with these pitchers slow starting because he gets out of the blocks and pisses on everything. <laughs> Piss on it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is another spirited edition of the Ozone. Thank you for rocking with us. As always, keep yourself together, stay strong, stay happy. I'm going to leave you with a quote, not from Ryan Lochte. <laughs> Why not? He knows everything. What does he know? <laughs> I'm going to leave you with a quote here, folks. And it's just that be strong because things will get better. It may be stormy now, but it never rains forever. Got that one off a of Hallmark card. All right, folks, Ozone. I'm Big O. I'll catch you later. Peace. Late.